Welcome to Accounting 101, Episode 15, Adjusting Journal Entries, The Adjusting Process. Today we are going to discuss adjusting journal entries. If you recall from the episode on the accounting cycle, after we prepare an unadjusted trial balance, we have to make adjusting journal entries to get to our adjusted trial balance which are the final numbers that we are going to use on our financial statements and tax returns. The reason we have to make adjusting journal entries is because there are certain accounts that are not being properly affected when we record transactions in the general ledger throughout the accounting period. And certain revenue and expense items may just take time to recognize or have not yet been recorded. This is when we do that. The types of accounts that usually require adjusting journal entries are prepaid expenses, unearned revenues, accrued revenues, accrued expenses, and depreciation and amortization. But it can also affect different balance sheet accounts and income statement accounts. It's dependent on the company. The adjusting journal entries that you have to make at the end of the year can also be dictated by how the bookkeeper writes up the books. For example, if a company has a bunch of different loans, and when the bookkeeper records a payment on one of the loans, the bookkeeper may simply debit the loan account to reduce it and credit cash, both for the same amount. Well, this does not take interest into account. So at the end of the accounting period, you will have to make an entry to debit interest expense to increase it and credit the loan to increase the loan for the same amount. And that will make the balance tie into the statement. So again, this is very company dependent. And so what we're going to do is a general overview of the adjusting process in order to not confuse you. We discuss prepaid expenses in a separate episode. During the adjusting process at the end of the accounting period is when we make those entries to reduce our prepaid expense asset and convert the amounts incurred into an expense. We do this by recording a debit to the expense account and a credit to the prepaid expense asset account. A common example that you will run into in Accounting 1 is the supplies asset versus the supplies expense. This is really just the same thing as any other type of prepaid expense that we have seen. The whole concept is that you have to figure out how many supplies you used in the period, and you will debit supplies expense and credit the supplies asset for the same amount. This will increase supplies expense and decrease the supplies asset account. The way you're most likely going to deal with it in Accounting 1 is that you're going to have to figure it out algebraically. You'll be provided the beginning supplies balance, ending supplies balance, and how much was purchased. And you'll have to figure out how much was expended and then record an entry to debit the supplies expense and credit the supplies asset. Pause here if you need to figure out the effect on each one of those accounts and why that entry makes sense. Where people can get confused here is that you will actually reverse out the prior period's prepaid expense journal entry and then record the journal entry for this period. If you do not reverse the prepaid journal entry from last period, your prepaid expense number will be off and your expenses will be off. Unearned revenue is a liability. So when we earn the revenue sitting in unearned revenue, we will debit unearned revenue and credit revenue. This will decrease unearned revenue and increase revenue. We covered unearned revenues in more detail in episode 9. We may have briefly discussed accrued revenues and accrued expenses, but here's a quick summary. 
accrued revenues are for revenues that we have earned, but we have not received the money and we have not billed our customer. So no debit to accounts receivable and credit to revenue was made for this entry yet. So as part of the adjusting process, we will record that revenue and receivable. Accrued expenses are the same concept as accrued revenues. These are expenses that we have incurred, but we have not yet paid for, and we have not recorded the expense in the general ledger. Accrued revenues and accrued expenses really confuse people. The reason is that the accrued revenue and accrued expense journal entries are reversed on the first day of the next accounting period. Let's say that we have a company and our pay period ended a couple days before the year ends. But we know that in those two days, we are going to incur $1,000 of wage expense. If we do not make an adjusting journal entry, our wage expense would be understated by $1,000 for this year because we would not record the expense until the next year. And our next year's wage expense would be overstated by $1,000. So we make an entry at the end of this accounting period to debit wage expense for $1,000 and credit wages payable for $1,000, effective as of the last day of the current accounting period. On the first day, so the very next day of the next accounting period, we have to reverse that entry. So we will debit wages payable for 1,000 and we will credit wage expense for 1,000. The net effect is that our wages payable now has a zero balance, assuming it had a zero balance before we made that journal entry the day prior. But since wage expense is an expense account, we closed it out at the end of the accounting period. So as of the first day of the new accounting period, we actually have a negative wage expense resulting from that reversal that we made. Wage expense is an expense account with a normal debit balance. And the first entry that we made to wage expense this year was a credit for $1,000. Now, when our first paycheck comes out in the new accounting period, and I'm about to massively oversimplify this for the example's sake, because this is not actually what a payroll journal entry looks like at all. But when the first paycheck comes out, we will debit wage expense for $7,000 and credit cash for $7,000. So after this transaction, our wage expense will have a balance of $6,000, which is correct because the first two days from this pay period are related to the prior accounting period. An actual payroll journal entry is more complicated because there are two separate entries to record net pay and payroll taxes, and there are reductions that you need to take into account Maybe we'll get into that in another episode. But the example above illustrates why we have to reverse our accruals for revenue and expenses on the first day of the next accounting period. So this is done for all the accrued revenue and accrued expense accounts. The last type of entry I wanna discuss is for depreciation and amortization. We did a separate episode on depreciation. So this is when we're going to make the depreciation entries. Listen to episode 10 if you want to learn more about depreciation. Depreciation is not an adjusting journal entry that gets reversed. The credit to accumulate depreciation will just continue to build up on the balance sheet. And of course, the expense half will get zeroed out when we close the books. After we're done with all of our journal entries, we will now have our adjusted trial balance. And these are the figures that are going to be used on our tax return and our financial statements. So an adjusted trial balance has your final numbers on there. Aside from reversing the accrued revenue and accrued expenses at the beginning of the period, 
a lot of the adjusting journal entries that you recorded at the end of the prior period will be reversed out for their entire balance and the proper numbers for this period will be recorded. This can happen for prepaids, accounts receivable, and a bunch of other accounts. Like I said earlier, this process is very company dependent on both the complexity of the company and the way the bookkeeper is recording the debits and credits throughout the period. You can have a company that requires zero adjusting journal entries, and you can have a company that requires hundreds or thousands of adjusting journal entries. That's all I have today on the adjusting process. Please refer to the prepaid expense, unearned revenue, and depreciation episodes of the show to get more detail on how and why we make those journal entries. I didn't really want to get into too much detail because I didn't want to duplicate what I've already went over. Please spend just a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps others find the show and makes me feel semi-appreciated. If you have any questions or suggestions, please send me an email at jimmy.stewartcpa at gmail.com and I will get back to you as soon as possible. If you are not really understanding the ALRI method or any of the other topics we've discussed, please let me know. If I have the time, I will get on the phone with you and explain it. My goal here is for you to know this stuff as well as I do. For the future people who are listening to this well after I've died, I'm not going to get on the phone with you. Also, keep in mind that no matter how confusing anything looks in accounting, you can always break it down with the ALRI method that we discussed in episode 2. It's all about the debits and credits, and it's all logical. Thanks for joining me. I'll speak to you next time.